Hey, one of the big things that I've been really, really on and thinking about in my head is just the fact that so many people want their investments uh, to grow and they want to invest, but a lot of folks just don't have any money. And so I'm going to spend a little bit more time talking about how to make some money. So this short or medium-sized podcast, I'm going to talk about a few different ways to save $100,000 in five years, right? And here's, here's the math, right? That's about $20,000 a year. I believe that anybody in the world, no matter where they are right now, can legitimately save $100,000 a year. First, you got to believe it. Then you got to be willing to do what's possible uh, to make it happen and block out all distractions. It is more doable than what you think. First, first way to do it is sell your home. If you bought a home or own a home, I know a lot of folks bought a home in the suburbs. It's safe, good school district, nice. They're sitting on some equity. And if they really want to get serious about saving money and jumpstarting where they are financially, sell the home. Heck, that might get you the whole 100000 or more or a big chunk of it. Most people don't know that um, if you're single, uh, and I'm not a tax professional, so be sure to check out the IRS website and tax professionals and check this out. But um, if you're single, you can sell your home. You can sell your home, primary residence, and make two hundred fifty thousand without having to pay taxes. If you're married, the number is five hundred thousand. But again, check the site, Google it. You'll be super shocked. Um, so you can sell it and pocket a lot of money and get started on uh, your investment plan. Uh, that also, side note for the real estate. Uh, freeze up money that you can borrow for investment real estate properties if you want to go that route because if you have a mortgage on a primary residence they're going to let you borrow less money for investment stuff and so that's an option option two sell stuff online i was talking with my eight-year-old about in the summertime when he's here us starting a business and we were doing different business ideas and he said hey daddy all the kids sell lemonade in the summertime, so we'll sell lemonade. I'm like, hey, Tate, business rule number one, supply and demand. You wanna do what most people aren't doing in business because it's gonna give you a competitive advantage. If you're doing what everybody's doing, it's gonna be super competitive, super hard, and you gotta be really, really good. Not saying you can't be good, but go where nobody's going. I say, so think of some other ideas. So we kept thinking, he said, hey, we got, you know, we got a lot of stuff, family got a lot of stuff. Why don't we sell the stuff online that we don't want anymore? Um, and I was like, oh man, that is, that is great. Great idea, Tate. So that's a lot of folks have just a lot of junk as Americans. We got where we have a stupid amount of stuff. And so you can sell your stuff that you don't want online. You can go to your friends and family, find their stuff, sell it online. You can go buy cheap stuff that people don't want anymore at garage sales or, um, thrift stores, or even there's some stores online and sell it. Here's the thing. If you're like me, when you go to Amazon, if you, you, I might go to one store and look for five minutes for something. And if I can't find it, I go directly to Amazon and buy it. And so a lot of people do that because people value time a lot of times over money. And so if you do the homework and you master certain products and find out where you can buy them cheaply and then sell them on Amazon, Facebook, Marketplace, other places where people go, uh, for, for to buy stuff for speed, then you can make a crazy amount of money over time. Definitely the twenty thousand dollars a year you need for the next five years. Um, <clears throat> save up your hundred grand. Freelance work is another thing you can do, right? Freelance work is there's things called Upwork or Fiverr, where basically you could sign up and people from all over the world can hire you to do Excel spreadsheets or do 
graphic designs or do or edit stuff or whatever you you know whatever you're good at. Everybody has a certain skill set that they might do at work, and uh, you can be hired uh, to do that through uh, those those sites. Uber Drive, right, is another big one. Um, <clears throat> you can also uh, you can also get a part time job or a second job, right? Just decide I'm going to cut out the stuff that I do and buckle down stuff that I do for fun and buckle down and just work for the next five years I'm just going to work and just work hard just work and put some money in the bank because you got to make up some ground right and I, I know a lot of folks don't have enough urgency on this because they're not gifted like I am to be able to sit with 65 year olds and 70 year olds and I consider that a gift because I get to fast forward and see what happens if you plan well or if you don't plan well. And if most can have some of those conversations with the 60 and 65 year olds that I get to have, they would be super motivated to figure out a way to make some money if they aren't able to save the money they need to get towards their goals. So uh, working a second job may sound super hard or all this stuff up to this point may sound really hard, but what's the alternative? Let's go for another, another, another idea. Cut private school. And this may, some people may say, oh, Philip, what the heck? I'm not doing that. I want to give my, you know, my kids a leg up, right? And this is just something I just really believe in my core. I, I just really believe that college is overrated. You look at, I've in my lifetime have met more people that have been successful and um, don't credit their financial success to college. I'm not saying college is not necessary, um, but what I'm saying is, College is already overpriced. Then spending money to get into the best colleges is overpriced. I, I am going to spend, like I mentioned before, the, the summers with my son teaching him how to make some money. And once you teach somebody how to fish, they no longer need a job or a corporation uh, to pr provide the money. He knows how to make his own money. Now he can go and figure out um, what he you know, he can work somewhere that he wants to work or start a business that he wants to start a business, but he's not going to be beheld into a paycheck from a corporation that only hires from this university. Also, I'm going to teach my kids how to think for themselves. Like we live in a a time period where it's a while, it's never been easier to get your own information, right? And another side on the college thing on the side on, on the side note on the college things, there are twelve to eighteen month programs that cost. Some of them are free to to fourteen thousand dollars, where you can learn to program. And if you look at what's happening over the next uh, fifty, and these are not like college degrees; these are just programs over the next fifty years with artificial intelligence and everything going on. Like knowing how to program and doing that stuff will make sure uh, you're you're paid, right? You you have different ages. Um, you have the industrial age where people who can work on machines and create machines, those engineers got paid lots of money. And then you have the programmers who were able to program and create websites and social networks got paid money. Now you got, and now you got added to that artificial intelligence, uh, blockchain, all, all these people need engineers to um, work on the infrastructure of that. They also need product managers, people who may not be the ones who can code, but understand coding and can manage the project. They also need salespeople who understand the technology well enough to be able to sell it to other people, right? So you got lots, that skill set alone can uh, command money for somebody who's trained and they, and I can get, you can get your kids trained on that, like in high school or after high school. Um, so, Cut private school, 
because uh, second second note, if private school is taking up all your savings money, um, then you're going to end up being a burden to your kid in the future uh, once they uh, overpay for college, <laughs> and then the, and they're struggling on their student loans themselves because you didn't have any money to make sure that they didn't have student loans. So priorities, priorities, or or do the private school and then go work more jobs and use the other steps before. Last, don't vacation. Just don't vacation five years. If you don't have 20,000 a year to do it, just stop vacationing. Um, I, I guess, unfortunately or fortunately, I was talking to my buddy today who I interviewed for a podcast and I was like, hey, hey man, you realize, I realize I, I haven't really been on a vacation in like 10 years, like with my wife, like a real vacation. Like, you know, every year we'll go for a few days. We'll drive to Houston and go drive, you know, and spend a few days in New Orleans, but it's not really like a vacation. Like we're just staying a couple of nights. We're doing it really cheaply because I've been basically, I built the business, then started from scratch and built another business. And then, and we had kids along the way. And so we are uh, reinvesting a lot of our excess money uh, into investing, saving business, paying off student loans, right? And we're super focused. And so what that means is we have to choose. We can't spend the $5,000 on a vacation that I would love to spend that we, you know, have the cash in the bank to do, you know, but uh, we're focused on the goal, right? And again, I'm not, I'm not telling anybody not to have fun or not to, you know, what to do with their money. What I'm saying is if you listen to this podcast because you want to figure out a way to save $100,000 in five years so that you could have some money to invest for the future and be financially secure, that means that you haven't thought of any options most likely, or you're just curious. Uh, and if you don't have any other options, uh, or you're not on track to do that, or you don't have the money, then you got to make some hard choices, right? That's life. Life is hard. It's all about making choices. You can do anything you want, but you cannot do everything you want. And so you got to make the choices, right? The cool thing is if you buckle down and make the choices and you put the work in early on five, seven, 10 years from now, you don't have to, it won't, it won't be as difficult. It's like, Everybody wants a tree, but they don't want to plant one. They just want the tree to sprout up and bear fruit tomorrow. You got to plant it. Like if you want it in 10 years, you got to plant it now. And it sucks while you're planting. I really hope this helps somebody. Uh, pass it to a friend. Share it with somebody who you think would benefit from hearing this. Uh, I really think that it's not overly difficult. It's just a mindset change and being willing to do whatever it takes legally to make that extra money and getting the urgency around it. Enjoy your day. The information presented in this podcast is not to be considered personal investment advice. The information is not to be considered a solicitation for the purchase of specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investing involves risk and no investment is guaranteed unless so stated. Individual view, individuals viewing this present or listening to this podcast should speak with a qualified investment professional or a tax advisor before acting on any information contained in this podcast.